The following show contains spoilers for Kong Skull Island. One star on TripAdvisor. The hotel's terrible and the wildlife is ferocious. We could survive that. We could survive that. We could survive... Well, did you look at that? It bleeds. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Hello and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack and today I'm joined by the man who is the king of the conga. It's Chris. I don't know anything about the conga. It's a dance. You know, da 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 da, is it? da. Yeah. The conga? It's the line dance, the conga line. I still don't know anything about it. When have you seen me ever dance? Actually, now that I think of it, I don't think I have. I don't, that's why. Not even to the Macarena? What is the Macarena? Is oh, that, for fuck's sake. Is that where sake. you go, uh, where you put your arm out and then you turn it over and you touch your shoulders and your head and your hips yeah. and you wiggle around? No. So you don't know anything about the conga? No. So I told everyone a lie? Yes. Damn it. You do every week on this show. <laughs> that's true. Chris, would you like to leave the news till last or shall we get it out of the way this week? Head or tail, the news. Okay, I'd going? go with heads. Okay. Did you assign one to heads or tails before I answer that? What head will get it out of the way first. Right, okay. Okay. And then we'll get on to the topic of this week's show, Kong Skull Island. But before that, Chris, as you demanded, the news. Starting off with trailers. We got a few this week. First off, the Deadpool teaser trailer. Which came out, I think, the day of us recording. The last week's episode, yeah. yeah. So, what did you think of it? I nice liked spoof it. Skit. Yep, took the piss out of DC, uh, specifically Superman. Yeah. I love the fact the guy who's trying to save died anyway, and he just lays on him and just eats the ice cream. Oh, very it's tasty. Such a Deadpool thing to do. It is, yeah. Why mm. he couldn't have intervened just with his hood up? Because he didn't want to. It's not the superhero thing, is it? I know, that's what I like about Deadpool. How they got the John Williams score, Chris? Did they kidnap oh. John Williams? No, they probably paid DC some money. Don't give them money. They'll fund more Batman v Superman films. Well, yeah, because they've got to make Justice League, haven't they? They need funding for that, because that's gone tits up. And uh, Justice League 2, I assume it's going to be one of those. And The Return of Superman, Birth of Crypto the Dog. I would see that film. Bring in Crypto the Dog. It would be a nice change of tone to the DCEU. But more trailers, Chris. We can't stop. We can't dwell on Deadpool. Have you seen Atomic Blonde starring Charlize, Char- or Charlize Theron? Uh, that trailer. What the fuck is Atomic Blonde? It's John Wick, but he's a lady. Played right. by Charlize Theron. I've not even heard of it until now. Watch the trailer, you'll you'll enjoy it, Chris. It really? looks like your kind of film. But since you haven't seen it, have you seen the trailer to The Little Mermaid? <laughs> Don't bother, it looks shit. Watch Atomic Blonde trailer instead. What, is a live-action Little Mermaid coming out? Yes. Cool. No! It's the Ariel the Mermaid. Yeah, I know the mermaid's name. It doesn't look good. I Watch Atomic Blonde first. I want to see Beauty and the Beast. Uh, on your own. You can fine. You can give us a review if you want, but I don't think that's my sort of film. Definitely not. But it's going to be a huge massacre at the end. I'm seeing the uh, 18 rated version, which the beast just murders everybody using the talking candles and <laughs> pots and stuff. He rams it down people's throats. It's going to be great. The talking wardrobe falls on someone and eats them. 
yeah. mashes them in between its doors. Yeah. Gruesome stuff. Uh, one more trailer. Or teaser, I should say. Game of Thrones. Have you seen that one? No, I don't even know it was out. Oh. I wish you'd message me about these things so I can watch them before we do the show. Yeah, that probably would be best, wouldn't it? Yeah, because I didn't know any of these... Tra- Bar Deadpool, none of these other trailers I even knew about. All right, okay, fair enough. Uh, it's teasing Game of Thrones in the way that the talking head, or the silent head teaser did last year. Funny enough, I've never watched a Game of Thrones trailer or teaser. Have you not? No, I just wait for the season to come out and then watch it. You don't need selling on it? No, I just watch it. Uh, well, Chris, we've got a rumour for you, or a bit of speculation sir patrick stewart you remember he said he was done with uh, playing oh, for Professor fuck's X? sake yeah he's coming back is he well he said he's not completely opposed to the idea he said that maybe if he was offered he might appear in the x-men tv show legion which is out have you seen any of that i've not i saw a trailer or a bit of a bit of footage for it and i thought it looked a bit shit okay if I'm going to be fair. Well, let's not judge it, because it might, it might be good. Uh, yeah. But we, we can't really comment, because we've not seen it. But mm. yeah, he said he'd be open to appearing in that, or potentially appearing in Deadpool 2. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, you can't have him appearing in Deadpool 2 if Hugh Jackman's ruled it out. Well, he can appear and Deadpool can go, hey, I thought you died in the future, or I thought you were James McAvoy, or something like that. Oh, God. It could be fun. It'd be a nice little cameo. Thor Ragnarok, Chris. We've got some images for it. Our first look. Have we? Y- yes, I should have... <laughs> you message me about these things so I can research them before the show. <laughs> okay, I'm oh, sorry. Basically, Thor's got a new haircut. It's shorter. We get our first look at Valkyrie and Hela, who's going to be the villain of this piece. She's played by um, the elf lady in Lord of the Rings, Gladriel. Which which elf lady? Gladriel, I just said. Is that the one? Uh, um, the blonde one. Her name escapes me. She's the uh, one in the woods, yeah? Lady of the yes. Woods type one. Nope, her name escapes me. Yeah, I ain't got a clue. Okay. <laughs> but she's in it, and that's our first look. Hulk, Doctor Strange. Not got to look at them yet, just a new look Thor. So, we'll be getting a trailer at some point and then I'll forget to tell you about it and then <laughs> yep one words I w- I'm waiting just waiting for the return of not return sorry the last Jedi trailer to come out well funny you should mention that because we're going to get onto that in a in a second okay just hold if you. there's a trailer and you've not told me I'm going to be pissed <laughs> no uh, but I'll, I'll explain more in a, in a second uh, rumours that Wonder Woman may have an R-rated director's cut would you be interested in that? I know you love your extended editions. Yes. <laughs> and if they are rated, that means that's good. There's going to be some gore, some drug use, uh, just general as-boy behaviour. Do you think this is a DC reaction to how well Logan's done? No, I think this is DC doing what they've done with all of their films in a DCU so far, which is, here's the film, or here's the extended version <laughs> for more money. You're probably right. You yeah, know. it's going to be shit. What, Wonder I, Woman? Uh, yeah, I'm really not excited at all for Wonder Woman. I'm not excited for Justice League. The only one I'm looking forward to is the Batman. That's it. I watched Man of Steel, which I enjoyed. The Batman Superman came out, and I was like, oh, my God, yes. I watched it, and I thought, oh, no. So now Justice League's going to be shit. Wonder Woman's going to be shit. The Batman's going to be okay. It's not going to be great, because uh, they got rid of, obviously, um, Ben Affleck as a director. So it's going to be okay. Suicide Squad was, eh. Suicide Squad 2's going to be, eh. <laughs> Justice League 2's going to, eh. <laughs> 
the DCU in total is just going to... And then, great once the DCU of... is out, <laughs> oh, and they have the box set, they're then going to go, but wait, here's a Blu-ray version of the box set with the extended, extended versions we didn't tell you about. Are you done? <laughs> Pricks. Oh, dear. Chris, some video game news. It's news that I'm putting in there because I find it interesting. Shadow of Mordor, the Lord of the Rings game. Uh, the sequel has been announced and we've got some early gameplay of it. I say gameplay is heavily choreographed and it's it's there just to show the improvements in the game and the nemesis system. Uh, I don't think you've played the original, have you? But I really I enjoyed it. I didn't play it. I watched some gameplay of it. And mm. funny you should say about this because only about nine, ten hours ago I watched the gameplay trailer for it and I watched it was a 16 minute video I only watched about 5 minutes though because I was tired so I have I, I have now seen gameplay of this new thing well that's it's not proper gameplay it's probably in game it's alpha stage gameplay or yeah. something not excited you're not not in the slightest okay well I, I really enjoy the first one it's not a perfect game because it's a bit short and the final boss fight is is a quick time event and that's not very good but the nemesis system itself is really interesting and you've got lots of things to play with and you've got the inclusion of different creatures in Shadow of War uh, including dragons and bigger trolls and all sorts of things so I'm I'm looking forward to it yeah so that's the news that I it's not really news it's thing that I find interesting off the week <laughs> so fair enough I'm looking forward to that now Star Wars Chris Disney have let a select number of people and some media have a look at some footage from episode 8. Oh my god. <laughs> Is it a footage I've... of Luke dying? Because I'd be pissed no, if that's what they no. showed. It's apparently the first thing that Luke says to Ray, and it's I've got, well it's been reported so apparently fuck he off. says it's, been, it's not a fuck off. Apparently the first thing he says is who are you? Now there's a number of things that this could mean. And it's been speculated already that, one, maybe Luke doesn't know who Ray is. Maybe the who are you is more of a deeper thing. Who's going, who are you? Are you a, are you a rebel? Are you a rogue? Are you here for revenge? Who are you? Why are you... The deeper meanings of the soul. It's, it's not. Why would he know who she is? Well, the theory was that it was Luke that left her on Jakku after Kylo Ren butchered all of his students at his new Jedi school and he put her there to be safe. So that was one theory. It could be his daughter, people have been thinking about. So so it seems to indicate that Luke doesn't know who she is. But then again, we've had Jedi playing these mind games like not telling Luke who Darth Vader is and Yoda pretending to be a character from Sesame Street or something. So, it could be any number of things. So, any thoughts quickly before we get on to King Kong about that? He doesn't know who she is. That's it. Or Luke has amnesia. <laughs> he could have. If he's been on that island for so long and he's only, he could have slipped and fell. Potentially, yes. Yes. So... How do they keep his robot hand going? Surely it needs maintenance. WD-40. <laughs> is I don't know what that is. Space WD-40. Chris, let's get on to the film that we watched well, yesterday, it's Kong, Skull Island, starring mm-hmm. Tom Hiddleston. King Kong. King Kong is is definitely in there. 
uh, Brie Larson, Sam Jackson, and the good man, John Goodman. Uh, it's the latest in the, I don't know what universe you want to call it, the Godzilla Kongiverse? The big fucking monster Monsterverse. Monsterverse. Monsterverse, yeah. No, because that's kind of the... Monsterverse. No, because that's the Hammer Horror Universe. No, it's the Universal Monsters one. Yeah, well, this is Monsterverse. It's not the same. Kaijuverse? What's Kaijuverse? Giant monsters. That's what they're called, Kaiju. Where did you get that from? All Japanese monster movies. It's a common expression. Well, I've never heard of it. Why is my voice going high? <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll call it. Um, okay, we'll call it Kaijuverse then. Okay, copyright Kaijuverse. <laughs> copyright us. <laughs> if Warner Bros. suddenly use it, can we sue them? We'll give it a go. We don't know any lawyers, I but think we'll lose. <laughs> we'll get Daredevil on the case. He'll represent us. Now, this is the first time we've seen the King of Kong since 2005 in Sam Jackson's. Uh, adaptation of it and Samuel and Jackson's adaptation <laughs> in Peter Jackson <laughs> <laughs> adaptation oh dear this is not going well in Peter Jackson's version and Kong is back literally bigger than ever so Chris what did you think of this 70s reimagining of Kong and Skull Island I was pleasantly surprised I went in there with zero expectations that it was going to be any good because all the trailers I'd seen of it, I thought, this looks awful, this looks awful. What, I, about, uh, what about the trailers made you think it, it looked awful? I don't know, I just I didn't like the look of it at all. Like, uh, I thought Kong looked a bit funny, the CG Kong. I thought the action scenes looked a bit, yeah. Looking at Samuel Jackson standing in some fire, I was like, yeah. What? I wasn't really... Sam nothing. Jackson standing in fire is badass! Sam Jackson standing is badass! Nothing really gripped me. And then when, I, when it popped up with John C. Riley. And he gone about, he's like, oh yeah, I call them school, uh, fuck's sake. Skull crushers. Skull <laughs> crawlers. You think you got it oh, wrong? Oh shit. And then, uh. Um, right. Before, before we started recording, Chris, Chris was talking, he was saying, he was taking the mickey out of a reviewer that called them skull crushers. And Chris can't say skull for some reason. School. Add it to the list of things Chris can't say. But anyway, so, and, uh, when it showed that. Just forgive him if he calls them school. <laughs> Crawlers. When it when it showed that scene in the trailer, I was like, no. But I went to so I went to film with no expectations. I watched it and I was pleasantly surprised. And when that scene came up with John C. Riley, I was like, oh okay, it's actually a nice scene. It fits. Okay. And uh, yeah, I came away feeling money not entirely wasted. Will I be rushing out to buy it on DVD? Maybe not. But I've got Godzilla, so maybe I will just to get a collection going. Yeah, I've, I've got to say, because they're, they're set in the same universe. The Godzilla from 2014, uh, but this is, is, is set earlier, set in the 70s. So it's in the same universe. But yeah, monster to monster ratio between the two films, I'd give it to Kong. Because Godzilla, it gets impressive towards the end and you get more monster action. But that whole film is a massive cock tease of all we can <laughs> I could have put that better. But it's it's always building to, oh, they're going to fight, they're going to fight, and the door's closed. Or they're going to fight, they're going to fight, and we cut away to Aaron Taylor-Johnson's character. It's a bit of a, ooh, no, save it for later. But in this, we get Kong, and he's a present throughout the film, doing various things, fighting various creatures on the island. Uh, what did you think of the actual look of Kong? Because he's less gorilla-like than 
uh, the Sam Jackson. No, Sam. Peter Jackson. Come on, Peter. It's because they're both Jackson. That's why he's 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 less gorilla-like than the Peter Jackson version, and I don't think he's mo-capped in this version as well. No. So, what what did you think of Kong himself then? Threatening, imposing. Yeah, I liked him. Scary, very big. I think he's the biggest version of Kong so far. Yes, definitely, because if they want to pit him against the Godzilla from 2014, then... He's got to be a lot bigger. He's got to be massive. Because they, they state in the film he's not done growing yet. He's still like baby Kong at this point. Diddy Kong. <laughs> exactly, yeah, he's going to get a lot bigger, isn't he? So. Yeah, otherwise he's just going to get squashed yeah. by Godzilla, because that's what they're going for, isn't it? They're going for a big crossover between the two. Monsters, yeah. So yeah, they need a big a big gorilla to take on the big lizard, yeah. Skull crawlers, Chris. The villains of the piece. What did you think of them? I don't know, a bit weird, weren't they? Like worms with arms, basically. Yeah, they didn't like snakes with front arms. They had like bone on the outside of their face, didn't they? Like a, almost like a protective layer of bone on the outside of their face. Yeah, like for head button yeah. and stuff. They're a good threat. I mean Kong struggles to take out one of them. So when I go, yeah. go against the humans as well, you know, it's going to be like, an oh shit, they're going to really struggle. Would have liked to have seen mini ones. What, human-sized ones? Yeah. So the humans could have like a bit of a one-on-one with it. So they wouldn't be swallowed whole and maybe they could have yeah, a scuffle with one. Because there's that one guy, isn't there, that the group's all split up and there's that one soldier who's on his own who encounters one of these um, oh, skull yeah. crawlers <laughs> and it kills him instantly. Yes, uh, that was Doctor Doom. Was from it? Fan 4 Stick. Was yes. it really? Yes. Uh, it didn't last long. Okay. Yeah. There were a lot of deaths in this. Uh, yeah. Enough unexpected and varied ones to keep you on your toes throughout going, who's who's going to go next? No one's really particularly safe on this island. Uh, which island, if you, if you had to pick, which island would you like to spend a, a year on to be trapped on? Peter Jackson's one or... Or this one? This one. A bit safer, isn't it? Completely. They've got the group, haven't they? They find a, a civilization living on there. Yes. A nice civilization. A yeah, an accepting community. Unlike That's Peter built... Jackson's society. Exactly. Which just murders you and offers you up to Kong. Yeah. And this is the society that John C. Riley's character, who's been shipwrecked. Or plane wrecked. Plane wrecked? Yeah. yeah. He's since He's been plane wrecked on there since World War Two. He got shot down. Or crashed for some reason oh he's fighting a japanese pilot at the time yeah. wasn't he? and they both crash and the, the film opens up with this and it's quite an intense scene they both crash land and they manage to deploy their parachutes and land on a beach and young john c Riley runs over tries to shoot this guy misses, misses all four shots <laughs> terribly <laughs> yeah and then his the japanese pilot pulls out a samurai sword runs after him corners him on a cliff and there's this scene, it made me flinch, where younger Riley catches the sword in his hand and it slowly cuts through his hand and slowly gets closer to his stomach and he's screaming and he's like, oh no. You weren't uh, the only one. The people next to us were uh, going, ugh, And I was thinking, shut up. That's in, that's intense, man. It's like a paper I, I cut see times that. a thousand. I see that in a lot of films I watch, so. Oh yeah, you're kind of dead to... <laughs> <laughs> to, so, <laughs> to PG-12 violence, aren't you, at this yeah, point? So I was like, yeah, and then 
their fight is abruptly ended when Kong comes in and plays referee. <laughs> Pretty much. So, yeah, it's it's a stunning opening, and John C. Riley's been there long enough to turn into John C. Riley, <laughs> and he's been living with this tribe. As far as characters go, Riley is the most enjoyable, I think. Well, he's got the most backstory to him, hasn't he? The one that you know the most of. Next, I'd say, would be Samuel Jackson's character. Yes, they're definitely the two most developed ones. Yeah. Because Jackson, he kind of goes on a Moby Dick, Captain Ahab story. So Jackson plays a captain of a helicopter division, and the Vietnam War has just been called off. They're, They're pulling out, and Jackson, he's kind of lost after this. He's a he's one of them soldiers that needs an order. He couldn't go back and start working a regular job. He needs meaning and stuff like that. So he's happy to get this uh this assignment to take John Goodman and his science team, uh Monarch, to investigate Skull Island. So he's excited about that. But then when Kong wrecks his helicopter division, he's single minded at that point. He sees Kong as the enemy and he's going to do whatever it takes to to kill him so yeah they are the most developed two things was monarch ever mentioned in godzilla was there any references to it because when you first see john goodman and his uh the guy that's helping him i forget his name the yes, geologist, so I, yeah they get out of the taxi and it does a close-up shot of the monarch logo on their briefcases yeah i can't remember if they were i've only seen godzilla 2014 once so I, it's, right, i've only it's seen not... it twice so oh, so you what <laughs> i don't know either but i'm gonna rewatch it now and see if that symbol appears in there anywhere it, it might do yeah so it'd could... be a good link i get without samuel jackson that he wanted to show his character as like you said oh he needs war he needs orders he can't live a civilian life i thought they overdone that a bit when they were introducing his character. They showed the bit where he's looking sad at his medals and he's like, oh, what's all this for? What do I do now? Now that Vietnam's over. Guess his new orders, he's smiling and everything. And then they've done a couple of other things that shows that he needs war. And I was like, okay, I've got it now. <laughs> he likes war. Oh, here's another thing to say he likes war. I thought they overdone that a bit too much. You might be right, yeah. And that does kind of detract from the other characters. So Tom Hiddleston and Brie Larson... We don't get a lot from Brie Larson. We, well, we do get a, a little bit when she's introduced. She's an anti-war journalist, a uh, photojournalist. So she hippie. takes pictures. <laughs> a hippie. Yeah. Uh, so so she tags along to take photos and, and stuff like that. And that's her kind of motivation. She wants to document uh, all sorts of things. And Tom Hiddleston, he gets one bit of character... Uh, uh, fleshing out where he says his dad was in the the RAF and he he never came back from fighting in the war and Hiddleston he's SAS former SAS he's a super tracker who can beat you up with a pool cue if you try to hustle him out of money in a Thai club yeah that annoyed me that scene that part of the movie that scene where he just beats up those two guys why they were trying to steal his money yeah I know but why do they have to bring him in and show him he could do all this stuff somebody I don't know throw a bottle or somebody and he just hit it back with a pool cue like in their face <laughs> yeah but, but that's his is that his one action scene the rest of it is just running shooting. away yeah running and shooting that's he doesn't have any other things he'd be a shit character I thought he's underdeveloped and I think most of the side characters are also underdeveloped mm. as well the geologist and the naturist it's a lot it's a lot of characters 
uh, don't get any screw like um the, uh, the Japanese Chinese woman no I'm not sure she was a scientist as well wasn't yeah. she she was you get nothing from her you get a few lines from her and that's it and her first name what was her first name I don't name? know but did they I mean like that character was it needed or did they just put it in there for diversity I'm not sure but yeah there were a lot of of characters meaningless that side characters yeah yeah, cannon fodder or Kong fodder. Kong fodder, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> we call them Kong fodder. Yes, indeed. So that's that's a weakness, I'd say. But I'm glad they didn't do a a Peter Jackson and make it three hours. This is a lot more rewatchable, mostly because it's a shorter film. There's less fat on it to to trim. I think. Do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's shorter, isn't it? All Peter Jackson things are long. <laughs> That's true, yeah. I'm going to make one more comparison to the Peter Jackson version. Okay. The end fight where Kong fights Mama Skullcrawler. I don't think that was as good as where in 2005 where Kong fights three giant T-Rexes. Yeah. You think that was I'm, a better I'm fight right scene. Yeah, that? Kong versus three T-Rexes was was better. Yeah. The Skullcrawler fight wasn't bad. It it wasn't on that level. level. Also, I really enjoyed the fight from the Peter Jackson one when they fell down in tight little um, crevice thing or big crevice, and they was fighting all the giant insects. Yeah, that's oh nightmare inducing stuff. That yeah, Very see that sinister. was good. Not no, not there's nothing much like that going on in this one. There was more uh, just the, random attacks by big creatures, aren't there? Yeah, there was. <laughs> there was, there's a, there's a scene if you're an arachnophobe, you might not like this scene. But there's a uh, bit. Yeah. I was hoping to see more of those. The the giant yeah. There's a scene with a with a giant spider, and when Kong uh, crashes all the helicopters, there's two teams that get split up, and they're wandering to the rendezvous point. And I think it's Sam Jackson's team are wandering through like a bamboo forest, and one of the guys looks up and sees a giant spider, and its legs are bamboo coloured and shaped. So he looks up, everyone turns around, and they see him. He's standing there with a great big bamboo stick through his mouth. And then the bamboo stick moves. And they look up, and it's a giant motherfucking spider. (laughs) So they all go crazy and start shooting and have to dodge these legs, otherwise they're going to get impaled and and killed. But yeah, I would have liked to see Kong fight one of them. Yeah, I was hoping to see more spider action. I was disappointed it was just the one. uh... But very scary scene, though. But now I know that they can do future films with giant spiders. <laughs> yeah. Future films. Shall we get on to that, then, Chris? The teaser trailer at the end of the credits. Oh. There is an end credit scene, so make sure you stay. It's it's worth your time. Mm. So let's get into it. Uh, Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston uh, are in a room with a two-way mirror. And they're going, hey, we won't tell the Russians that there's an island full of monsters. We'll we'll keep your secrets. And it's actually the Monarch team that uh, come in and go, hey, Kong is not the only giant monster in the world. And they show them cave paintings of Godzilla, uh, King Ghidorah, Mothra, and Rodan. Now, this was spoiled. The end credits scene was spoiled because just before it there's a there's a trademark thing saying Godzilla, King Kong the other monsters, trademark whoever, so you knew who you were going to see in the after credit scene so I think what they could have done I mean Marvel do this a lot 
uh, particularly in Guardians of the Galaxy with the Howard the Duck after credit scene. They waited until after that scene and then put up the Howard the Duck trademark thing. So they could have done that. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's exciting for the future. You were kind of excited yeah, about all I'm, these uh, monsters. I'm very interested to see where they go with this universe. There's there's one more Godzilla connection that I wanna that I wanna flesh out. John Goodman's character, he's the head of Monarch. Oh, I thought he was gonna say it's a Godzilla roar at the very end. Oh no, <laughs> well, that, biggest very, connection in the film. <laughs> that's a very obvious one, but uh, no, John Goodman's character, he's the head of Monarch, and the reason he's so invested in looking for these giant prehistoric monsters is because that he is the only survivor of a ship that got sunk by a giant monster u.s naval ship wasn't it yeah so was that godzilla that sunk I that think ship it was well they showed pictures of it didn't they when after it had been pulling off on the beach and it had claw marks almost i mean the bottom half of the ship was missing yeah and it, but you could see it had sort of like large claw marks in it yeah so or it could have even been godzilla's uh, fins, his spiked fins that did the damage. That caught or something, yeah. Yeah, so it might not have even been. There was malicious. another reference. I don't know if you picked it up at the start of the film when they're going through and they're doing the uh, intro. They're showing all the pictures and stuff as it go as it goes through the years, and they've got like audio footage and you know presidents talking. Yeah, and there was a picture that went up briefly on the screen, uh, an aerial shot of a beach, and it had the scene of something swimming, and it was circled in red. Oh yeah, and I think that think... was go- that was Godzilla. Yeah. And that that intro is very reminiscent of the Godzilla one, which was all these files and stuff being flashed up mm. and just images of sightings of Godzilla. So maybe they're gonna have that for the other films then. Might they just, might do. Yeah, you know, just intro things. Yeah, tr- just to keep them linked, like the Bond yeah. intros. So that that'd be interesting. Yeah. A mm. uh, few other references I caught. Sam Jackson's "Hold on to your butts" reference to he says that line in Jurassic Park. So I, I kind of like that, uh, that uh, mirroring of the two franchises. Um, but any, anything else to add? Not really. I'm, Not just, really. I'm excited for the future of the, what did we call it again? Universe? Uh, the Kaiju-verse. I was going to call it Kingzilla. Ca- I was going to call it Cajun then. Oh, that's chicken, isn't it? That Cajun is chicken. The chicken universe, <laughs> yes. Well, maybe in the future they can do a crossover between the founder, which is a McDonald's film, and then a KFC founding fathers film and they can have a yes and they have can a takeaway universe a cajun takeaway universe beautiful it would but, be cool yeah I'm, I'm excited for the future of this universe see what other monsters they bring in because all the pictures they showed are the trademarks ones but that's not to say they could uh, do deals with other japanese companies or something that have other monsters we've never even heard of potentially yeah and also bear in mind the the company that owns the rights to king kong and godzilla also own the rights to Pacific Rim as well. So you could get a three-way mashup. Maybe Godzilla and King Kong randomly oh, no. show up under the Pacific Rim. Although I think Godzilla would... Uh, not Godzilla. Godzilla can swim. King Kong would drown if he <laughs> if he randomly he swam up. I was thinking, isn't <laughs> Pacific Rim a uh, giant robot? Yeah, giant robots. So they can make giant. the robot Godzilla. What's that called again? Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, yes. they can make Mecha Godzilla. True. I think Mecha, my Godzilla knowledge isn't brilliant, but I think Mecha Godzilla was made by aliens. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. One of the other things we say about um, on the island, there's a scene where um, Kong's washing himself, well, drinking water actually, from a, uh, a river, and he's attacked by a giant squid. 
Yes. And yeah. He kills it and it starts eating it. Yummy. Sushi. Fair enough. But I was thinking, oh, if they've got this giant squid going, they could make an even bigger one, plop it in the sea, I don't know, surrounding the island, and you've got yourself a Kraken film. Yeah, or a 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea kind of style film. Yeah, they got tons of things they can work with. Supersize every animal and stick them in a in a in a film. Big monsters. Yeah, I'm looking forward to That's a future of big monster films. Yeah. I'm excited for them. <laughs> big monster films. Mm. We we enjoy them occasionally as long as they're good. This one was okay. This one was good. It beat expectations, yeah. Yes, yes. Something that uh, like Wonder Woman and Justice League is not oh going to do. <laughs> they're not going to beat expectations. <laughs> So, Chris, watch or don't watch Kong Skull Island? Oh, yeah, no, give it a watch, yeah. It's entertaining. Yeah, I mean, it's lucky you said to go do this, because from the trailers alone, I was not going to watch it. I was just going to ignore it and let it go by until you said, oh, let's do it for the podcast. And I thought, oh, fuck, do we have to, because it's going to be crap. But I'm glad you said it, because it was actually enjoyable. Uh, is that what I have to do, then, to make you watch any film? Chris, we're going to do Fifty Shades Darker for the podcast. You go there, I and I'll, see meet, it. I'll meet you there. Do you want I'll to never show up. Do you want to say about your interesting uh, coincidence for oh, about yeah. this when, time? When we, when we went to the cinema to, to see the film, the, the lights in the Fifty Shades Darker section of the, the billboard were broken. So the darker bit was, was blacked out. So I don't know whether they did that on purpose or it <laughs> no, was a it was coincidence. Broken. Yeah, it made me chuckle. Yeah, I, I think that's all for the reviewy bit. John C. Riley is the best character, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know, you... him or Kong? Or Kong... We'll see. Deaths, Chris. Shall we get into them? So many deaths. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll try and get through as many as possible. We'll we'll do it in groups. So first off, we'll we'll start with the initial meeting of King Kong, where Sam Jackson and his helicopter crew go in, and their plan to map the geological makeup of the island is to go in and drop bombs. So the vibrations are picked up by machines and then they can guess what's there. Uh, this is not a good plan. Well, it's technically a cover-up, isn't it? They were trying to lure out things. Yes, you you are right, because John Goodman suspected that there was a giant monster there, but he didn't tell Jackson's crew, uh, so they were fairly unprepared. But yeah, the, the bombs go off and cause a lot of damage, killing wildlife and destroying plants and stuff like that, so not good. But Kong... Angered by this perceived attack on his territory, wakes up, starts throwing trees at the helicopters, grabbing them, chucking them, punching helicopters in the face, uh, shaking them, dropping people to the ground and stepping on them. It's it's carnage. So if you're a helicopter pilot, Chris, and you see a giant gorilla, it's turn and run away, isn't it? Or is it a turn and run away? Or... Because when they're trying to shoot it, the bullets aren't penetrating his skin. It's too thick, I think. Uh, they do have a tiny effect. He does get injured uh, but that's by the blade. propellers. So and then I was thinking he gets he... a cut on his arm. I'm not sure how he gets there. That's that's the propeller one. Oh, I thought the one on his hands was the propeller. It, they, yeah, they're both hard. Okay. Yeah, he's got propellers where he tries to grab it, and there's one where he grabs the tail end of the uh, the helicopter, pulls it back, and then the blade slices his arm, which is why he lets it go. Okay. So I'd either got to run. Oh no, one of the helicopters just try to out outrun Kong and he chases after it and he d- he grabs it I think doesn't he yes but I think they're all circling him because Sam yeah. Jackson's given the order to take Kong down uh, maybe think, he could fly high yes yeah, so I was thinking yeah. if you go high enough I mean Kong's going to be able to jump 
being a gorilla and stuff, but I don't know how high he can he can jump. If I'm sure you can get high in what you can do, and you can start dropping those bombs on him. Yeah, or true. You might be able to get lucky. If you could fly at him while he's distracted and get your helicopter blades into his eyes. That is a very risky strategy because one, he could move or stick a hand up to just swat you out of the air. I mean, you'd have to bail from the helicopter afterwards. Yeah, I was going to say, even if you do succeed, you've flown right into a giant gorilla. So. But, and then you jump, <laughs> but then you, if you succeeded and you blind him, you blind Kong, I mean, he'll just, he'll die. You know, if he can't see, he won't be able to do anything. You'd walk into a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> or, or wander into the sea or the hurricane that surrounds Skull exactly. Island. I mean, the other yeah. thing is just to turn around and go back to the ship. Don't go to the island. There's a reason that it's got its own giant thunderstorm that's around it continuously. Yeah. It's a scary place. That's what yeah, it's trying to do. don't go there. You. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. If you do crash and you're on the ground, do you hide or run? Or hope you land far enough away from the skirmish that, that you're when you... not in danger of being trodden on? When you crash initially, don't run straight away because Kong's still going to use attention on you because you'll be the last thing he took down. Wait until his attention is drawn to another helicopter, then run. Okay, so you get a bit of a head start and a distraction yeah. mm -hmm. kind of feel. Do good not point. shoot at Kong while you're on the ground. Don't! For goodness sake, don't draw attention to yourself. Especially if you've got a handgun. There's no point. There's no point of any guns. They had a Gatling gun. I think you could take Kong out of the knees with a Gatling gun. Did it work? No. They well, they never used it. There was a long lingering shot on a Gatling gun, but it never it never came to fruition. Nobody ever used it. I think it got taken out before, that's why. Uh, Gatling gun. <laughs> Use that then. But yeah. <laughs> Your sidearm should be a Gatling gun. Your main gun, a Gatling gun. <laughs> Every gun, a Gatling gun. Yes. Uh, what else? What other deaths do we get? There's one in particular I want to talk about, yeah, which I feel on. very unfortunate. I don't know. There's other deaths that happened before this, but this is one guy who, um, at this point in the film, the group is being chased by a giant skull crawler. Okay. The, the big mama one, the big one that they've woken up. Ah, uh, yeah. And there's one guy stops running, drops his gun, and he takes out two hand grenades. I'm guessing his plan is to be eaten by this thing, and then the hand grenades go off inside it. Yeah, and, and that would definitely killer yeah so he's yeah. one of sam jackson's pilots he's he's the more jokey one of them uh he's, he's he's the one that comes up with the dear billy quip and he tells his friend about the mouse and the thorn and uh, yeah he's, he's an enjoyable character it's a comic relief but yeah he gets tail smacked by the skull crawler into a mountain and then the Blows grenades up, go yeah. off yeah so funny <laughs> because uh, obviously his entire plan was I'm going to sacrifice myself be eaten slow this thing down hopefully kill it instead it just smacks him across this river where he blows into the thing maybe the skull crawler wasn't hungry that's why it well, didn't eat him well evidently not or it's more intelligent and was like I don't like the look of what you're holding at the moment yes poisonous berries yeah so I mean but did he need to stop and try that could he have just kept going he could have kept going, yeah, because Kong shows up a few seconds later. Yeah, so... I mean, the few seconds that it took the skull crawler to decide, I don't like the look of eating you, you're probably undercooked or something, I'll just tail swipe you, probably saved a number of the group from being eaten by the skull crawler. Why has he got to sacrifice himself? Couldn't he just grenade throw, grenade throw, grenade throw? Yeah, but... You know, because it would have slowed it down. 
No, we've seen it. we've seen the smaller skull crawlers survive explosions and flamethrowers and things like that. Well, it doesn't have to kill it, but slowing it down, disorientate it. I mean, he had a huge belt of literally across his chest or they had cartridges of something on there yeah i don't maybe they wouldn't have had the same effect gas, his intention they could have used gas I, I think all the gas has gone uh in an in it's an a stupid scene. thing to do <laughs> i get his method but the way he pulled it off was not good no maybe he could have tricked tom hiddleston into doing it instead tom hold these a minute what yeah push him over run <laughs> i hear you're called loki sometimes Yes, lots of Marvel connections in this. Colonel Fury, Sam Jackson, Loki, Captain Marvel in Brie Larson. Now, normally in Kong films, there's a relationship between a giant gorilla and, and a blonde lady. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit of that in this film, not a lot, though. I'm glad they didn't go too much into it. Yeah, probably right, otherwise it strays too much into the previous Kong films and it gets a bit less of a rethink and more of a retread sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad they didn't go that yeah, far. Was, uh, they sort of don't, didn't they? That there's a scene where she and uh, Tom Hiddleston are standing on a, a cliff out top and then Kong appears out the menacingly comes through yeah, the cloud. Very scary. And then um she touches his face and they have a moment where Kong's like, You guys are alright. I won't eat you. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys in the future. And then at the end of the film, after the big fight scene, Bree something Brie Larson is knocked off again from the top of a cliff into some water and starts drowning and Kong saves her yes yeah true and that's as far as the uh, thing goes really yeah I thought Tom Hiddleston was going to get there and save her but no Kong obviously has a bigger stride than Hiddleston so he can get there quicker Tom did all that running for nothing <laughs> pretty much yeah. yeah oh poor Tom never mind he's an SAS man he'll get over it maybe <laughs> Okay, the fight with the Mama Skullcrawler. Let's get into that. I think what would have been a good, or a fun touch, a nice twist on thing is Kong's signature move when he's fighting a giant monster is to grab their jaw and pull it apart, prise it open, dislocate it. Uh, He doesn't do that in this one. He goes for it, but he doesn't. What I thought would have been fun, though, is if he does it, but the Skullcrawler has like a, a snake jaw who's double jointed. So he does that, thinks he's won, and then the skull crawler gets back up and starts snapping at him again, trying to eat his head, trying to put his whole head in into his mouth. I think that would have been a fun touch. Uh, but they, they didn't go for that, and uh, they went for the punchy propeller on a chain <laughs> move. Uh, classic Kong. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, when he got knocked down to the uh, boats and stuff how the hell those boats got there they all just got shipwrecked and drifted yeah, is it in the middle of the island though? I think I think it was a, is a, a river so they must have drifted upstream right or maybe one of the krakens or skull crawlers or another monster dragged them up there yeah I liked how he was using the propeller especially when it's the propeller on a chain and Kong's, like, Kong's got weapons now this is awesome because mm. he... he is a primate isn't he he would know how to use tools I mean he picks up a tree and uses that as a bat of some sort yeah. so yeah uh, it'll be an interesting fight to see him and Godzilla because he may not have the size advantage at the moment he's got the intelligence over Godzilla though yeah so he'd be able to pick up a building and plonk it on his head (laughs) but until uh, Godzilla roars at him and does the classic Digimon thing goes Nova Blast and the big light comes flying out and hits At- atomic breath. It's got nothing to do with yeah, Digimon. I know, but I what think an outdated it's, reference! I can't think what it's called. And in Digimon, they have a big dinosaur thing, and it has a Nova blast. No, at- atomic breath. But we've seen Kong withstand fire, which brings me to 
uh, Sam Jackson's death a little earlier, before the skull crawler final fight, where he's gone full Captain Ahab now. He's going to capture Kong, and he's going to blow it up. So he dumps a load of napalm onto this lake, and then when Kong ventures over it, he sets it on fire. Kong withstands it for the most part, but he's overcome by either the fumes or the heat, and he falls down, and Sam Jackson places a load of charges around him, which leads to a standoff between John C. Riley. He's been living on the island for a good few years now, so he knows that Kong is the one keeping the skull crawlers in check, and if Kong's gone, then all of the natives are going to be murdered by skull crawlers, and the skull crawlers are probably going to spread and start eating other places, and they'll spread like rats. Yeah, they'd ruin the island. They would. They'd ruin the island. They'd ruin the world. So he, Hiddleston, and Brie Larson defends Kong. Tells Jackson to put the detonator down, but before. Jackson can do anything, set the detonator off or anything. The pool of water curdles and the mama skull crawler emerges. Everyone runs. Kong wakes up. Jackson's still there with the detonator. He looks at Kong and goes, Goodbye, you motherfucker. And then gets squashed. <laughs> squashed. <laughs> by uh, Kong's giant fist. So Kong. He knows Jackson's a bad egg. They've had a stare down before. And he's just like, I'll get rid of you. And then I'm going to murder that skull crawler. So he could take an atomic blast. Not through the mouth, which is how Godzilla kills one of the Mutos. So don't do that. <laughs> no, I don't know if he is going to be able to take it, though. It's not just like fire breath. It's radioactive. Exactly. Well, so, it? so yeah, radiation poisoning. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. Yeah. Be fun to see, and uh, we are excited for everything that uh, this universe has in offer. So, yeah, the Skull Islands, it's not particularly groundbreaking, but it is a fun romp. Yeah, it's enjoyable, uh, isn't it? Yeah, just don't go there looking for deep character development. No. Especially in Hiddleston, so... I mean, there was little to no character development in Godzilla either, was there? He was a big monkey at the start. He's a big monkey at the end. He's a gorilla, I'm sorry. <laughs> Pretty much. Do you reckon that's going to happen with the other monster films? They're going to give all the the attention to the monsters. Well, I mean, they sort of should, really, if they're yeah, that's they're true. Films, so. um, the Godzilla film also suffers with poor human characters, apart from Brian Cranston, but he's quickly offed to give attention to Aaron Taylor Johnson and mm. Scarlet Witch. What's her name? I'm terrible with names today. Scarlet Witch. Yeah, you Scarlet, said it. <laughs> yeah. Going forward, better human characters. We would like. Bring Brian Cranston back. We like him. But not so much character development that it takes away from the monster and you get little to no monster action. Yes. You need to find that balance, don't you? Yeah. They didn't find it in Godzilla. In this... not they found it to a point. There were too many characters, so yeah. maybe narrow it down. But they got a big, uh, they got a few bits in with John C. Riley and Jackson. Two to three central characters with the monster. Then you can just stick in a load of cannon fodder or monster fodder that can be killed off. I think, I think that sums it up. Chris, it's, it's an enjoyable film. Yeah. What are we doing next week? I want to do Jessica Jones, but you have not watched it. How many episodes? It's 13, so get a wiggle on if we're going to do it next week. Leave hour long, just on an hour long About episode. 50 minutes. I've been telling you to watch it for weeks now, so you've got no excuse. I've gone to next Saturday, yeah? Uh, yes, that's our recording day. Right, okay. I'm doing it with or without you, so... Right, okay. <laughs> If you don't watch it, I'll, I'll just 
I'll just spoil it all for you. But yeah, Iron Fist is coming out at some point this year, so I want to get up to date with that. And then this month, I think Ghost in the Shell is coming out, which you want to watch, and Life, which is Alien without the Xenomorphs. So Alien and Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, so that's the rough plan of what we might be doing. But you never know. Spanners may be thrown into the works. Nothing is ever really predictable. So, yeah. You can contact us at uh, wecouldsurvive at gmail.com or tweet us at wecouldsurvive. I have been busy putting all the podcasts onto YouTube. So they're all there for your entertainment. Uh, if you want to go back and check over any other episodes. Are there any episodes that you would recommend from our older The first catalog? one. Uh, I would not recommend that. I think one of our first episodes, I think episode three or four, it might have been the first episode we had pop filters professional, was uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong. So get into that uh, if you're interested in giant monster action. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. That's it, Chris. Uh, Anything else to add before you end the show? Oh, uh, Star Trek. You know the phrase, live long and prosper, the the Vulcan uh, farewell. Vulcan? Yeah, Vulcan farewell greeting. There is actually a response that you meant to say to that, but I forgot what it was. That's an interesting fact. Well, Chris, the information <laughs> has no relation to giant kaiju or or anything. No, nope. but there you <laughs> But go. it's another classic Chris story without an end. <laughs> exactly, but... <sighs> okay, well, you have all been listening to We Could Survive That, your weekly survival guide to the movies, TV shows, video games, comics... And we'll see occasionally. You. Very occasionally. occasionally other and we're going to see you all next week for Jessica Jones. So watch it, you prick. Yeah. Not you, lovely that's all, listeners. That's all to the listeners, yeah. That's, that's to you, Chris. But until then, uh, do not go to Skull Island. Goodbye. Nope. One star. TripAdvisor. Jurassic World has two. Would they even have TripAdvisor then? It's in the 70s. Good point. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear.